Yeah. We actually look pretty good, huh? Wow. <laughs> 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 Alright, Julian here with episode number six of my podcast, The Resilient Entrepreneur, here on iTunes and Spotify. And I got a very special guest with me today, Robert Ian Bonick, fantastic author and uh, one of my first hosts when I was speaking here in Bali. And um, it's great to have you on the program. And when I was thinking about resilience and let's say turning lemons into lemonade and create a truly happy lifestyle for yourself. He's one of the people that really rough in life and made some incredible things out of it. So welcome to the program. Thank you very much indeed. Happy to be here. So tell me about your book, right? This is what everybody's talking about. You look great in an incredible shape. You look happy, you smile. What is your book all about and why doesn't, wasn't that always the normal? Yeah, so book, hi, I'm Robert. Pleasure to meet you. So the book is called Soul Survivor. How an abandoned orphan went from nothing to everything, and look, it's a, it's a true story. It's uh, my story. It's a story of, of how this kid who grew up in in two different children's homes from six months to eighteen, which I guess not a lot was expected that would happen after that. Maybe he would go into drugs. Maybe he would go into some kind of violence and end up in jail. Limited maybe maybe end up dead. Yeah. There were there were limited options. There were limited, ever decreasing window. Yeah. But what ended up happening for me was something else. So I ended up, um, to paraphrase, ended up doing some things that were outside the box. So I ended up working with Madonna on one project, uh, working with the supermodels, uh, playing elite sport, having a business for number three in the world. So all of these things were not really expected. But for me, probably the most important thing was closing that loop. And that loop was having a family of, of my own, yeah. two little kids, three and a half, five and a half. Yeah. And, uh, and the book goes into you know, how that happened mm-hmm. and how we've, we've all faced times in our lives where resilience, which I believe we're born with, not something that we take or find or grab from the outside, it's something on the inside, but sometimes we need some pretty strong experiences yeah. to reveal that inner resilience to us for us to move on and to achieve certain goals. So what do you think, uh, what's the difference with you? I mean, when you look back, people that you grew up with in in foster care in the UK, right? Probably many of them did end up just the way that you described. I'm just taking a wild guess, right? How many of them do you have? How many friends or people do you know of that are living an incredible life like you have? I know your family, the incredible babies and wife and living a really good life here on Bali. It's probably a small percentage. What made you different? What made you decide to not take this laying down, but fight back and make something out of your life? So there's three things which come, in, come into mind. You know, one of those things was, which won't sound so obvious, but I was a very shy kid at home. Okay. So I was an introvert. I always call myself an, uh, an extroverted introvert, right? So the introvert, what it meant was that I was too scared to get involved in activities that maybe would have may would have put me into a bit of trouble, let's okay. say. Let's put it like that, yeah. right? Even though I really wanted to be, I wasn't able to be. That's that's one which isn't quite so obvious for most, for most people. The second one is that, you know, I found what I was good at and what I could excel in. Number three, all of those kids who grew up in the children's home with me, of which there were 18 at any one point in time, mm-hmm. and I was there for like, 18 years, so I saw tens and tens, maybe a couple hundred, pe- couple hundred people. There are a handful 
which were always there trying to teach me yeah. something, okay. teach me maybe how to do something, how not to do something. I remember one guy who I was really close to, his name was Gary Lee, and he ended up being uh, the first black head chef of the Savoy, I think it was the Dorchester Hotel in London. Mm -hmm. There was another guy, Ivan Lofman, who was one of the fastest sprinters in the country and ended up, you know, he was beating guys who later became the world champion, which was Olympia Christie in, okay. in the UK. Wow. Yeah. So he was beating guys who were already beaten him. Yeah. Incredible guy. So there were a few success stories which I was able to emulate. Yeah. The rest of them taught me how not to do things. Okay. So I really picked upon that and saw their actions and their outcomes. Yeah. And when I saw their actions and their outcomes, that twinned with the fact. I remember many conversations that were saying, well, Rob, don't be like me. Yeah. Be better than me. So whenever I used to find myself in really extremely low position, one of those actually revealed my inner resilience to me, and that's what really truly pushes me today as well. But, but once I had those people, which I really looked up to, telling me, don't be like me, be better than me. Yeah. When I'm down or when I'm lonely or when I'm upset or when things are getting against me, it's like I've got 10 or 15 people, kids, on my shoulder reminding me, of who I am and why I'm doing this in the first place. Yeah. And that always gives me the amount, any amount of resilience and courage and fortitude or surrender that I need. Yeah. It's like I'm being looked after. Nice. Um, we're here at, at Life Cafe, so you have an idea where we are. It's a beautiful cafe space at Tamora Gallery in Changu. And um, you find so many incredible people that work here and that make this place their home. That's what attracted me more than the beach. I guess they've got much nicer beaches than this in Europe, but the people you meet here are truly, truly outstanding. Absolutely. And, so, you know, and look, to pick up on one of your points about failure um, being an access to success. So very early on, one of my little mentors, I didn't see him as a mentor at the time, he was a guy who I looked up to that I wanted to be like, but couldn't be like, yeah. but I was an introvert at that time. Yeah. But when I really realized I was good at sport, then I was put up on a pedestal. Yeah. So at school, I was an extrovert, the only black kid, for the first 14 years, yeah. all the white kids, yeah. there's only black kids, really yeah. good at sport, that elevated me and pushed me up for a pedestal, yeah. for which then at school I used to take on that part of being, being an extrovert. So from that point, I learned in sport about how failure of not reaching something, if you can focus on what did you do right, yeah. what did you do wrong, and what can you improve, yeah. there's always a way to move on stronger yeah. and better the next time. Yeah. This is my little daughter who's coming in to say hello. Hey, and I said, that's the other so important part. I actually met your wife almost first. Exactly, you're on there. Um, and uh, she said, actually said, you know, one of the main reasons to have children was because you were really looking forward. I didn't know it was you at that point, right? Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't put didn't connect the dots, but that for you, family was something truly important, something you wanted to give back. Yeah. And there was the one piece missing of happiness, where otherwise already have an incredible life. Yeah. So the balance is also what gives you inner strength. I can see that absolutely. every day. Absolutely right. And you know what? I was, I was having an interesting exercise the other day, because my mother, I never really uh, respected my mom. I never really liked how she looked or how she smelled. 
Okay. Right? Now, hello. Thank you, darling. And and the other day I had a, I had a massive breakthrough. Hello, bye. You know? And that breakthrough was was an understanding that I am so like my mum. Okay. Even though she's passed away now, I'm so like my mum. She came from Jamaica yeah. with nothing, right? Met my dad, they both came from Jamaica, both with nothing. Yeah. And and they and she had kids, had a family, she had mental health issues, schizophrenia and so on. But she wanted us to be a family, okay. right? Even the fact that all kids were spread out everywhere, she still wanted, wanted us to be a family. And I realized that she was a one who always used to come to see us in the children's home, always. I never acknowledged until three days ago, actually, so okay. it's really quite strong. So what I realized was that the resilience and courage which I have comes from her, Yeah. right? So whereas before I was one of, of not hating, yeah. but really not appreciating how she looked, felt, and smelled, yeah. to changing that around completely and realizing that I actually owe a lot to her. So now I actually love my mum. She passed away now and I wish I could have had the chance to said this to her when she was alive. I didn't, so now it's it's when she's passed over. But but yeah, so so that actually is one of the critical pieces to the puzzle. Another critical piece to the puzzle is that when I met my father again, I learned about all my extended family. And part of that is is the Jamaican Maroons. Now the Jamaican Maroons brought the British to task early on in the British Empire. Um, and to cut a real long story short, Jamaican, Maroon, Jamaican Maroons, Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Colin Powell, these are all in my family tree. They're all Jamaican Maroons, yeah. right? So when I was growing up from very, very early on and I saw racism, I felt racism, I felt lots of things which I wasn't happy with, yeah. I wanted to be Secretary General of the UN. Yeah which is when Kofi Annan yeah. was occupying that, 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 that position. Yeah, not yeah. too late for that, but I found that- We might have to leave Bali for that. I know, I found that- That's gonna work out. It's tough for remote work. I know, but you know, like it's interesting because what I realize now is that the same, we still at resilience before, part of this is also recognizing where I'm from, yeah. right? And where I'm from is an incredible stable of very powerful people who fought for equity and justice, yeah. not only for themselves, yeah. for others. Yeah. So actually, throughout all this time, I never realized that that is also what's been driving me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I find amazing about you, just as, as a human being, is that, you know, I, I don't know how old you are. But 50. 50, right. But like every single time we meet, it becomes very apparent you have been rethinking your own positions. You have yeah. been, you know, you make new experience. I've never heard about your, your mother before, yeah. right? That come, totally comes out of nowhere. Yeah. We just met the last time, maybe two weeks ago. Um, how important do you find is gratitude and rethinking where you are and what made you where you want to be on a daily basis in order to achieve happiness and fulfillment for yourself? Yeah. Okay, great question. So you mentioned before about resilience. So it all comes back to that for me because ultimately a long time ago, I surrendered to the fact that I am focused on mastery. Yeah. 110%. So there's mastery and perfection. Perfection that we all know is that I've got it, I've reached it, it's yeah. done, I'm done, I'm yeah. finished, it's over. Boom. Mastery is a daily, daily, um, incremental sometimes, ability to keep on improving yeah. at whatever it is you choose, to, yeah. you choose to improve. So me, I'm a life mastery person, which means that I always want to be improving, even if it's incremental. And I go way past perfection, actually, with that, with that mindset. Yeah. So for me, I surrender to the fact that every day I'm doing something that grows my soul, my being, uh, recently my bank balance, right? So, so ultimately, that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on 
mastery mm -hmm. and always making improvements in whichever area I'm part of. And I understand that if a year goes by and I'm the same person, yeah. that's probably like a death sentence. Yeah, that's, I also can't know, imagine it's that. It's a death sentence. It's not so, going to happen. So I'm always, actually, you're always, always upgrading. Something. And, always and that's, upgrading. That's, that's so yeah. authentic about it, right? There's an enthusiasm about meeting people, learning yeah. new things that's, that's very unique in you. So I know you can't stand still. You're always up to something. Yeah. What's yeah. next yeah. for you? What, yeah. what is your big thing or the small thing? Because the other incredible thing, it doesn't matter if it's a big thing or a small thing, right? It needs to matter to you. Yeah. And you want to master it, it needs to make you happy. It doesn't mean if it's, you know, you have done big things and you have also done really small, like micro-community things here that's that right. are very enriching. So what, what's next to you? Yeah. Okay, there's three things I'm working on right now. The first thing, no particular order, so I'm GM here at Tomorrow Gallery, which is fantastic, but it's giving um, I mean, the opportunity to really, part of what, what I do, is, is about creating multicultural events, yeah. right? Which bring together different communities and 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 basically um, fill an educational need or void. Yeah. Okay? And I do that at scale, right? Yeah. So small scale but large scale, because it takes the same amount of time. Yeah. Right? So I want, I want to get maximum impact. So now I'm going a bit larger scale. So here at Tomorrow Gallery, we're in the, the, the Regency of Tibul Banang. People call it Changu, they call it Brawa, they call it Omalas, but really it's Tibul Banang. So we're working together to create awareness of Tibul Banang. We're going to create a festival for Tibul Banang, which will involve lots of different people and places and players within the area, which I'm really looking forward to. And that's one. Number two, working on a cultural center for Bali with a difference because Bali is an incredible place that we all love and know, and, and there's something that attracts us all here. We want to make sure that that thing is maintained, as well as showing what is happening in Bali, right? Because it's the only place I know where five or six different religions can, can actually truly cohabitate, truly co-respect one another, and live amongst and together with one another. It's probably the only place in the world that I've seen that. So what, we, what we're... What we're doing is creating something which addresses that. It also addresses um, a vehicle um, to allow um, Bali to show what it has available to people outside of Bali in really interesting ways. Yeah, that's a bit vague, but not because I'm, I'm trying to keep it under wraps. It's going to be great, and yeah. we're really looking forward to it. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for you know your open heart. You showed everybody who does come to Bali. If you in uh, Bali, if you ever stop by here, it's an incredible place. I don't advise you all come to Bali. It's already pretty busy here. You know. <laughs> Recovery is semi-fall. I mean, they, my mission is not, I, you know, people like, oh, you should be working tourism. Yeah. My idea is not that everybody moves to Bali. Just to be very quite clear, we have yeah. quite an incredible life here, but uh, it's great as it is, right? So, but if you do come to Bali, check out this man. It's going to be uh, at Tamora Gallery. You spend most of your days. Yeah, so Tamora Gallery, check out Life, L-Y-F-E, Life in Bali, or Robert Ian Bonnick. Follow me on Instagram. Get us an amazing book. It's very inspirational. And do you do personal coachings as well? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. He's a truly inspiring guy. So reach out to him. There's a lot to learn, a lot to celebrate. And congratulations on the incredible life you have created against so many odds. And uh, that is just great to be a part of. Thank My you best. so much. Thank you.